0: what's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of the resilient body podcast i'm your host dr Arnika, the not so typical chiropractor and today we're talking about all the things and what you need to know about your si joint pain Today's episode is inspired by a a handful of patients I've had who have come in and have kind of described to me some of the pain or irritation they've been feeling as their SI joint being stuck or out of place, which we're going to talk about in today's episode exactly what that is and what that means, and also pointing to like those bones in their back. Some people have dimples there and they're pointing and saying, I know it just hurts right here. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about exactly what the SI joint is is. I want to talk about some things that I see when patients come to me with SI joint pain or dysfunction. And then also I'm going to leave you with some ways that you can start addressing the SI joint pain that you are having today. So let's get started. First off, let's talk about exactly what is the SI joint. All right, so it is a joint, which means it is a connection between two bones. Our ilium, which is when we put our hands on our hip, that iliac crest or that bone that sits up top there is our ilium, and we follow that down where we meet this triangular-type bone that is our sacrum. Think about literally where our butt crack is, is where our sacrum sits. That connection or that point where those two bones meet, so that sacrum and that ilium bone, is where we have our SI joint, also known as the sacroiliac joint. All right. So this is a place where we do have some movement there, but it's very minimal movement. So we'll talk about a little bit more exactly what it means by being stuck or out of place, but we're talking about millimeters when something is moving in that SI joint area. Now, that does increase when moms go through childbirth. We have to open up our pelvis a little bit in order to have space for that baby to, just to you know, breed and be in there. But we also have to be able to push out that child. And sometimes that involves us having to open up our hips and specifically our SI joint gets affected. So after childbirth, you do have a little bit more movement in your SI joint. It may be a little bit more lax, but we're still talking millimeters when we talk about how much it moves. There are tons of ligaments that just pass through and across that area, that SI joint, not to mention the muscles that attach through there, and also the pelvic floor muscles that are sit at the base of our pelvis, base of that SI joint. There are tons of things that I commonly see when it comes to people who are experiencing any type of SI joint pain or dysfunction. Most of them come in and they point to that area right where that bone is on their back, um, they may describe that uh, walking or running or anything that involves them having to do single leg things can affect one side more than the other. Most of that side is feeling more irritated. And honestly, most of them actually come in with some type of low back pain or irritation. Our low back is very closely connected to the SI joint. And what's happening in our low back also affects what's happening in our sacrum. And if our sacrum, which is that triangular bone, is moving certain ways, then of course that affects the connection to our ilium. So now our SI joint becomes irritated. There are so many things that you could be doing that can also breed some more irritation to the SI joint. Think about your hips. If you're someone who's experiencing any hip problems, hip tightness, things feel stiff, maybe you have that hip popping or clunking, then that is definitely something that can be affecting your SI joint in the back. Everything is connected. So if we have something moving it differently in the front, then it has to pull from somewhere and it mostly pulls from the back in that joint. Now, there are definitely other ways you can affect it, like if you have direct trauma. So falling is definitely something that can irritate your SI joint. But most of the time, when patients come into my office with some type of SI joint pain or dysfunction, it is purely because of repetitive movements. So day-to-day activities of what they're doing. And that's what's causing that irritation in their SI joint. Now, something I wanted to bring up is this term or this verb verbiage that we hear a lot of, um, which is my SI joint is out of place. My SI joint is out or is stuck. And if you can see the video now, you'll see that I'm using air quotes and I'm doing that specifically because it's not a thing. And I'm explaining a little bit more. One of the main reasons why I really didn't like the typical chiropractic model was because of the verbiage that they use and how they were explaining what was happening in their body to patients. One of the things that I wasn't a fan of is the verbiage the, uh, verbiage of using, you know, this is out of place or this is out. Let me push it back in for you and then you can go throughout your day. Things just don't fall out of place. Our SI joint just doesn't fall out of place. Our low back, the spot that needs to be quote unquote popped or cracked, does not fall out of place. It can shift, it can move, it can become irritated, but it can't become out of place. It's not a thing. So I want to take that, that phrase and just change it a bit. I want us to just accept the fact that yes, our SI joint is irritated and there are some things that we can do to decrease irritation in our SI joint. Maybe that's not directly working on the SI joint. Maybe that's working on muscles and other joints around it. Let me get into how there are different things that you can do that can help you start addressing that SI joint pain, dysfunction or irritation in that area. First off, let's talk about breath work. You know how much you're going to talk about when it, you know how much I talk about when it comes to diaphragmatic breathing, making sure that we are creating that 360 degree breath around our trunk, making sure that when we take a deep breath in, our diaphragm drops down and so does our pelvic floor. We mentioned earlier that our pelvic floor muscles sit at the base of our pelvis right underneath that SI joint. So one of the ways that we can really start to calm down that area is by breathing focusing on breath work, specifically in a certain position. So I'll have a video, as always, tagged at the bottom in the episode notes that shows you how we're going to do some diaphragmatic breathing. And I want you to really focus in on your exhalation. So you blowing out your air, it will really help you naturally desensitize that area and help you to start, you know, get some relief in the SI joint. Now, now that we calm it down a little bit from that breath work, we got to move on to some type of movement. So First things first, we got to be stable in our core, learning how to brace properly, learning how to use our core stability while we move other things around our core is super important. So after we do some breathing and get that diaphragm and pelvic floor moving, let's move on to some type of core stability. I would definitely add some type of core movement for you in the episode notes, being able to breathe, brace our core, create stable forces within our core is truly going to help translate the forces throughout our legs when we go to walk when we go to move or any type of activity that we want to do and lastly pelvic floor therapy getting some type of awareness within your pelvic floor and learning how to how to control your pelvic floor muscles is something that can really help your SI joint pain I started nerding out more about pelvic health last year uh, just honestly because a lot of my patients are moms. And the more we get to know each other, the more conversations that we have. Yeah, they come to me for what we think is this general low back pain, SI joint pain, hip tightness. But when we start to peel back those layers and uncover some stuff, we start to notice that maybe some pelvic floor tightness or other pelvic floor dysfunctions are playing a role into the issues that they're having. And in this case, SI joint pain. I've had probably... handful of women who one of the last things that we are just now starting to address is uh, their pelvic floor and all of this and how that fits into their low back pain SI joint pain and their hip tightness okay it's really important that we learn how to connect our core stability with our pelvic floor along with just how our legs are moving that entire lower extremity if we can control all that together have better coordination and firing of those muscles in the correct muscle firing pattern that they should be in then that's definitely something that can help with decreasing and relieving the SI joint pain learning how to move your body properly the right way and learning what things you can do to naturally calm it down are going to be super important in relieving All of that. All right. So I hope you found today's episode super valuable. I hope that you are taking some things away. If it's, I don't want you to ever feel overwhelmed with our episodes. I want you to take what you feel like will fit best for you. Try it out for seven days, two weeks, 14 days, and see what happens. If it doesn't make a change, try something else. It's all about figuring out what works best for you. And the best way to do that is with an individualized plan. Um, If you guys are new to this podcast episode or podcast in general, or just new to the Resilient Body Podcast, Resilient Spine, then I want to let you guys know that every year in March, we do what's called Friends and Family Month. And during that month is when I discount our new patient evaluations for the lowest that that it is for the entire year. Honestly, I do this because I don't want money to be a barrier to people. If someone's been on the fence about, "Mm, I think I want to try this different way. I'm not right sure. Or they need a little kick in the pants. Like, you know what? Now is the time. That's what this month is for. So if you are someone or you know someone who has been struggling with low back pain, you know, knee pain, hip pain, or specifically what we talked about today, SI joint pain or any type of pelvic floor dysfunctions. March is the best month for you. Come on in, get a new patient eval at 150 bucks. And the best way to schedule that is to click the link in the episodes notes and schedule your new patient eval through our app, all right? If you've got any questions, as always, you can always hit me up on Instagram at Resilient Spine, and I will happily answer any questions that you may have. As always, I hope you found this valuable. And you know, my goal is to always help you move better, feel better, and be resilient. I'll holler at you on the next episode.